0: Hello, everyone. This is Sheila Walsh, the Humanities Director at Hanover High School. We're gathered here today in anticipation of the high school production of Little Shop of Horrors, a musical show going up next uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, December 13th, 14th, and 15th, here at the Nyman Auditorium at Hanover High School. We're gathered here with several of the directors and the producer of the show. We have the music director, Michael Wade the technical and staging director, Colin Fahey, the Hanover Performing Arts Company coordinator and producer of the show, Meg McAvoy-Dwayne, and we also have the orchestra director, Matt Hardin. So I'm going to uh, ask a few questions and you can uh, share your thoughts about how the production came together and uh, we'll all get to know each other a little bit better and hopefully encourage people to come and see the show. So, my first question is, how did you decide on Little Shop of Horrors for this year's show? And what's your general process for choosing the annual musical?
1: We have a lot of factors that go into choosing a show. Uh, We have many, many discussions beforehand uh, based on the talent that we know we have, of the students, of who can sing what ranges, who can dance, or what acting abilities we have, as well as the availability of the rights. Little Shop of Horrors is something that... Several of us have done in different schools before, so we figured that this would be something that would be a good collaboration of different thoughts of this particular musical, and it's, it's wonderful so far, so we're really,
0: really happy with it. That's great. That's great. Uh, Colin, what has been challenging about bringing this particular script to life?
2: So with Little Shop of Horrors, it's interesting because uh, there are a lot of sort of unrealistic aspects that need to be uh, accomplished on stage. You now, obviously, you have a giant man-eating plant. Uh, <laughs> you, you also have, uh, at least in our situation, we have a cast ensemble. Uh, which the actual show itself has um, a small amount of lead roles uh, that would then uh, cover ensemble roles as it's written. But we have a full ensemble cast of students uh, that back up those lead roles. So that has been uh, an interesting and uh, sort of successful challenge thus far is sort of incorporating all of the kids, allowing them to really um, uh, bring their best to the table while still sort of keeping the show together as it, uh, as it was written.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so what sort of person is going to absolutely love this show? Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> everyone.
3: Everyone. <laughs> <Everyone's> great. <laughs> everyone. So everyone should know. <laughs> Especially if you love like sci-fi, anything sort of sci-fi, fantastical,
4: fantasy. It's mm-hmm. very very much towards that, geared towards that realm. And I say that the music is very yeah. much geared it's it's early early rock and roll, yes. um, 50s, 60s, it's very doop and derivative mm-hmm. of that time mm-hmm. period. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That sounds great. Mm. Is there anybody who should not come to see the show? The show itself uh, probably lends itself
1: to a middle school or older audience. There there are a couple of things that get a little bit darker. Right? There is indeed, as Colin said, a man-eating plant. So i <laughs> <laughs> sure that parents and guardians will use their judgment as to who is mature enough to handle that kind of suspension of disbelief that the plant didn't really eat the actor. But um, I would say definitely, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, well, it's very campy. It's very... It's a very fun show, but that might be a better
0: audience. It's a great middle schooler. up. That's great. That's good to know. So what will the audience be thinking about in the car as they drive home after seeing Little Shop?
2: How did they get that plant to move around on stage? (laughs) Um, Definitely. Yeah, or uh, where did the people go? after they got eaten that <laughs> um, and, uh, lots of technical aspects that I think are going to be very uh, very much sort of left to the interpretation by the end of the piece um, hopefully at the same time they're walking away thinking wow that was a smash hit mm-hmm. awesome high school performance of uh, what is actually a really um, yeah. can be a really difficult show to put on It's it's um, it's been going so well so
4: I hope that they have some uh, some of the tunes stuck in their head too. I mean, oh, definitely some good um, some good songs to get stuck in the mm-hmm. old ear. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're ingrained in ours. I yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> that
0: sounds great. I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear the songs, uh, Michael. This is a question for you. What do you think is going to surprise people about this particular show?
3: Yeah. So you know, like Matt, like Matt said earlier, the um, the show really starts off very very sort of. Um, fluffy and peppy it's got this doo-wop rock feel very 50s and it's so fun but as the show sort of progresses we get this um, beautiful sort of complex character arc through all of our main leads and um, uh, we answer some really big moral questions about you know what sort of things are you willing to do to get the things that you want Um, how far are you willing to go is an evil act that's committed on an evil person still an evil act There's some people Mm -hmm. that kind of get Mm -hmm. what they deserve, you think, but at the same time you can't help but feel a little
4: bad for them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Those are difficult moral
0: questions. Mm -hmm. That's great. I think great
4: great theater forces us to answer some of those questions or at least ponder them.
0: Mm -hmm. So, Meg, what is the best night to come and see the show? All of them. (laughs) Uh, Great. All of them. Um, Opening night is generally the most popular night,
1: but I Mm -hmm. think that this is one of those shows that the people who come on opening night are going to want to come back again. Yes. It's... Definitely. it's a it's just a very it's a catchy show like matt said the tunes are wonderful and each night or each performance rather is a little bit different than the one before it
2: yeah
0: that's so live theater it's,
1: yeah it's live theater and <laughs> things happen that's so true so it's all
0: great. That's so true. <laughs> that's great so without giving anything away uh and just uh, throw out a teaser who has the best costume in the show
4: the plant. The plant. <laughs> really good. Yeah, the plant
3: costume yeah. yeah. The plant.
2: The the plant. Plant yeah. Uh, we also have a dentist in the cast mm-hmm. who um, has a pretty excellent surprise costume that uh, the audience should keep an eye out for. Yes.
0: So. Great. That's great. Uh, so I have a general question for all of you. Uh, if we could just go around and you could tell us uh, who you look up to as an actor or director yourself. I think our audience would like to know those
3: things. Well, I mean, as a singer, for me, I look to those like really big powerhouse um, starlets, like Bernadette Peters mm-hmm. and Patti LuPone. You know, those people that just like bring it every night, but every single night they do something different and to keep the show alive. Um, they're just sort of like, like
4: there's a reason why they're stars. <laughs> so, um, I love those guys.
0: Great, thanks, Mike. Yeah. Matt
4: uh i'm gonna answer this like the music director but uh i i always uh i always really gravitate towards the great uh collaborators that that would write together um obviously rogers and hammerstein um you know stephen sondheim and leonard bernstein um i i always love to i would love to be a fly on the wall and watch them create what we recreate Mm -hmm. when we when we make a show
0: Wonderful. How about you, Colin?
2: So from an acting perspective, um, some really big names that sort of all I always come back to are uh, Serene McKellen or uh, Joaquin Phoenix, um, some really great actors that are constantly transforming themselves. And I've almost never seen two movies or plays that they were involved in where they happen to be the same person from one to the next. Uh, That really is fantastic. And then, you know, I mean, uh, as far as like m- directing is concerned, uh, I'm a big fan of Paul Thomas Anderson. He's a film mm-hmm. director, and just the work that he can do with the script uh, in order to m- make those sort of crazy things come to life is always really exciting.
0: Terrific. I don't even know who that last person is that <laughs> yeah. you talked about, so yeah, I need to go and find out about that's him. That's all good. Yeah, we'll chit chat. We'll okay. Share. Sounds good. <laughs> about Thank you. And finally, Meg, who do you look up to? From a producing standpoint, mm-hmm. theatrically
1: would be Cameron MacIntosh is the mm-hmm. name I think most of us go to. Just the the pieces that he's brought to stage and the clear collaboration that he has has formed with all of the people he works with, they're the most powerhouse shows that most of us have ever seen. So he's definitely definitely up there, mm-hmm. one the top of list. I Wonderful. would add
4: I would add David Merrick to that list too. Uh, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: Uh, So I want to thank you all for being here today uh, and we hope that all of you in the audience will come and see Little Shop of Horrors that goes up December 13th on a Thursday night here at the high school and it runs for Friday night and Saturday afternoon as well. Uh, The evening starting times are 7 p.m. and the afternoon starting time is 2 p.m. Tickets are available for sale here at the high school next Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday in the cafeteria from 3 till 7 p.m. Uh, or by uh, emailing the Hanover Performing Arts Committee at hpac at hanoverschools.org. So thank you for your time, and uh, we hope to see you all at the show. Thank you very much. Thank Thank you. Thank you.